0: Welcome to Business Beyond Borders, the go-to podcast for CPA firms seeking transformative insights. I'm your host, Lawrence Whittam, and with each episode, we'll uncover key insights, best practices, and invaluable resources tailored for CPAs. From trending strategies to diving deep into outsourcing and offshoring, our experts will help in all areas of your business. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Business Beyond Borders. So I'm here today with Augustin from Vinti, who's going to help us out and discuss a little bit about what they do and go over some of the best practices that he feels that are needed and some of the challenges that you'll face when you're working with a provider like them so that you can navigate it better. You can plan and you can make sure that you are really ready to go. So nice to have you on,
1: Augustin. Thank you, Lawrence. Fergie. thank you for for inviting me. I'm really happy to to be here and really, really eager to to start.
0: Perfect. And I and again we have We both have different accents. We have thicker accents. We've got one from a mixture of the UK and New Jersey. We've got one from South America. So we'll we'll talk slowly. We'll make sure we understand each other. We'll make sure everybody else can understand us. Again, I'm pretty used to hearing people from all around the world, but other people aren't necessarily. So um, so tell me. Tell me and everyone else a little bit about yourself, just to start with like, who are you? Amazing. I know Vinti is pretty new, so we want to hear about
1: it. Amazing. Talking about accents, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to speak slowly, as you requested. I'm, I'm Argentinian, and generally Argentinians tend to speak quite fast. So I'm going gonna to try to chill down a bit. <laughs> uh, my name is Agustina, I'm the, the VP of Growth and co-founder here, here at Vinti. Uh, currently living in Spain with an MBA and a career focus in in finance. Right, one of the reasons we decided to to start Binti is because in my previous jobs I was working with with financial planning and analysis, and I had really a big challenge to find good talent and and cost effective talent. Let's say in for our team in the US. Right. So, as my roots are from South America, I started searching there, and I see oh, here is a great opportunity to to be able to deliver cost-effective talent uh, in same time zone uh, and and good quality talent, right? That's that that's perhaps the the, the main reason we we started BNT, right? Yeah,
0: and then obviously South America is a reasonably again big place, right? Lots of different areas inside South America, and I would say that it's probably one of the newer areas that I see now firms, especially in the accounting industry, it's not new to outsourcing by any means, but it's new to accounting firms exploring it as an option. Right. And again, some people call it offshoring still, some people call it near shoring. Right. And there's different models and ways that you can work. So, can you tell us a little bit about Vinti's model? Right. And whereabouts in South America are you specifically? And whereabouts are you finding this talent?
1: Okay. So, at Vinti, what we want is we want, we help our clients build their offshore team in South America. Right. And this goes from finding, uh, one bookkeeper for a one-person show, uh, like an accounting firm of one person, or to putting together a very people team in Buenos Aires, finding an office, and, and at the end we want to help our our clients to focus on they what they need to focus, which is generating more business for them, and we want to handle all the things that that they don't want to do, finding the office, payroll, and all the back office tasks that 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 at the end take time from from your core business, right? So that's that's our our main objective, right? Uh we are working from South America because as I was mentioning, the 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 advantage of same time zone, I think it's it's a great advantage in terms of uh delivering good talent for for our clients. And it's uh what we find that is that there is a big need or compared to the Philippines and India to deliver talent that is aligned in in same times, right? And this gives us the opportunity to to bring more senior talent, right? Which is the talent that generally our client facing and at the end are people that need to be aligned, needs to be aligned with with the US. Um, As per Vinti, we have a a philosophy of, we don't want to recruit from from any specific uh, country. so Our team is mainly in Argentina, but we don't want to search specifically in Argentina because what we want to do is, we have an an holistic approach at Binti that we want to understand our client needs. And and based on that, go and search in South America, where is that perfect talent, right? So we are, let's say, country agnostic, uh, and we try to, to search every country to find the perfect match for our clients. Having said that, nowadays, most of our team, we have we have we have people in in Argentina, we have people in in Colombia, we have people in in, in Peru, and all those all those places, right? So that that's a bit of where we 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 source people from, and, and a bit of multi, right?
0: Yeah, and from a and from a model perspective. So again, this is what I, uh, one of the elements I want to make sure people understand as well. Like you're not that traditional BPO style really like you're not you typically don't have the infrastructure right you can help with a lot of those aspects if if firms want right from my understanding but but what does the normal interaction look like with a client so you were you're working with an accounting firm Is the the employee virtual typically or are they in an office, right? Um, And again, what's the the actual model? Like from my understanding, it's an employment of record or similar to like a PEO model compared to like being, hey, we're going to manage your team members and all of this. You
1: really don't do those aspects unless really asked, right? Exactly. So if I need to define Binti in one of these, uh, let's say, Boxes. I think Minty is an employer of record because at we, at the end, we what what we will do is we will hire the talent for for our clients, and at the end of the month, we will issue an invoice, right? Yeah. Uh, regarding the the where is our talent uh, if it's online or or in an office? At the end, depends on what our clients want, right? Uh, there is <laughs> there is most. So finding remote talent is, most, is, is more cost-efficient at the end because you don't have to pay for an office. That's the, the main difference, right? But if our clients, as I was mentioning, if a, clients want, a client wants his team to be in an office, uh, we will find an office for, for you. We will do the search. We will present options. We will hire the office. We will take care of everything, right? And uh, Having said this, to be honest, is, I think, 90, 95% of our clients and our candidates nowadays are working remotely from their homes, right? So this is the the, the main advantage, right? Yeah, and I think, and, and again, from that employment of
0: record style, right? And and again, there's, there's businesses that will do more for you if you want them to, right? For, similar to Vinti from that perspective and facilitate an office structure and everything like that. But the big piece there is, again, you're going to, you're gonna bill the actual amount, right? You have you have your percentage that you take on top or your fee that you typically have, right? And then you will give the actual billing if they want to go and get an infrastructure, right? If they want to go and rent out an office, you will provide those
1: actual billings to the client, right? Exactly. So at the end, what we will do is we'll try to at think we have an holistic approach, right? And we want to be as I say to to our team every day, like we we need to be customer obsessed, and we need to understand our our clients, and 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 be in their foots. Understand what are they, what are their needs, and, and try to take them headaches, right? Because for for our clients, having to go and find someone in South America, hiring an office, sending the computer, uh, taking all that, taking care of all that, is a headache. And we want to take those heritage from our clients. That's that's our objective, right? Um, th- that's the approach we have. We want to 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 understand what our clients need, and based on that, we will carry. Uh, uh, and it's this concept of we will. If you want an office, or if you want a computer for for your candidate, we will present. These are the different options. These are the costs. You will, we will present everything. You will choose. Hey, I want option B for the computer. Option C for the screen. Uh, this costs uh, X amount and we will invoice it we will pay it and then we will ins- invoice it for you right uh, so that's that's a bit of the, how it works so, so why why South America
0: right so and why these countries obviously Mexico is sort of uh, I would say a more common spot but you've mentioned sort of different areas um, Argentina right Colombia Peru and all these different areas so so why South America in general? Why would somebody really want to go there compared to the Philippines and India? And you've mentioned, obviously, and, it, and again, my big philosophy is it may be a complementary between like using talent all over the world. Right. And be more open to using different vendors and trying it out. And but but why specifically is South America a good spot for firms to look at the the look at the talent? Is it like
1: tell us what it is? So I think that that this answer is, I don't believe that there is a, a, a better region than another one. I don't believe that Philippines is better than South America or South America is better than India. I, I believe that the, the region or the company depends a lot on the needs of the business and on the culture of the business. So I see that there are companies that come and say, me, hey, Austin, I want a bookkeeper, but I don't want to interact with the bookkeeper. I just want to send them the information and process that and... My answer there is go and hire in India. It's going to be less expensive. They can do the work overnight and they're going to do an amazing job. So it depends a lot on your needs. So when I think South America makes sense, when you want someone who is immersed in the culture of your company, when, when you want someone that is a, as, as a full-time employee or a part-time employee, but it's part of the team. If you want someone with that, that gets into the culture, that participates in meetings, that talk to clients and all those things, I think South America is better. Mainly because South America has a lot of alignment in terms of, of business culture with the U.S. Uh, second, time zone. I think time zone is something that, that it's obvious mainly because of the geographic um, yeah. where, where is where is South America, basically. Um, and I think those two things are super important when you want someone that is immersed in your culture, right? Uh, I think those, those are two big advantages. And then South America, perhaps is not as, I don't want to say cheap, but as less expensive like the Philippines or India, but it's super competitive. It's, it's not that it, there is a big difference. It's perhaps 5% more expensive or, or 10%, depending on the country, depending on the talent or or, or whatever, right? Um, but I think those things are, are are very important when choosing uh, a region. I, I, it does not depend on one region better than another one in general. I think it depends on what you need, what your, your business, your business needs are. Right.
0: Yeah. Now, so tell us, and again, a lot of people haven't traveled to South America, right? I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it's an unknown for people. and again, it's more likely they've probably traveled to South America than they have India or the Philippines, right in a lot of cases, but yeah. maybe they've gone to Mexico and the coastline and those areas. But what are the cities like? where Where are people living? What does it what is the culture what is the culture like? What should they really know if they because like you mentioned, they this is talent they should be thinking that they're expanding of their own, right? So this is a, an employee they're really taking on. So in order to do that, you've got to have some understanding of the culture, right? What what should they be thinking about? Even if it's just a couple of things to say, like, make sure you're aware of certain holidays, right? Because they're going to want these ta- this time off, right? If you make them work during those holidays, they're not going to like working for you, right? Or certain things, like tell us a couple of areas there that would be very important for firms to understand before getting into it.
1: Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say, Lawrence, is if you haven't visited South America, I recommend, I can recommend two or three places. I think Patagonia is an amazing place to go. You definitely should go because it's beautiful. Then Cartagena in Colombia is an, an, an another amazing place in, 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 in Colombia. Right. But having said that, uh, in terms of culture, I mean,
0: so we're also we're also a podcast where we give out travel tips as well now. So
1: no, that's good. I appreciate I need to promote that. A bit our reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, in terms of culture, I mean, I think South America, in terms of business culture, is pretty similar to the US, and this is mainly because when you get out of university, uh, generally you go and work for big corporations, and these big corporations in South America generally have uh, are more from the US. Than from 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 Asia or from Europe, right? And this is mainly because of the of some historical characteristics. Right? But at the end, I mean, my personal experience. I worked for AT and T during my beginning of my career. All my friends have worked for companies like Exxon Mobile, JP Morgan, like all US-based companies. In general, you are working with the US, so you know about US gap. you know about the different regulations, you understand the culture, you are working with US people right? Uh, so this is a very important point. But I think that there are, I, I always, when when we get into signing the contract, there are the typical things that a client asks me. So which are the, the public holidays? which are the, how many PDOs should I offer, uh, maternity leave, things like that. So how we work here is, we always recommend our clients to make the offer that they feel comfortable with. We will make some, some recommendations. For example, in South America, for an entry-level position, uh, offering 10 days of PTO is business standard, right? And if you want someone more senior, like with five years, six years of experience, that would go to 15 days PTO. And the importance here of complying with the culture is because you will have more chances for that offer to be accepted. Right, yep. uh, And So, so it's very important in terms of public holidays. What we recommend is always complying with the US, and that's that's uh, people that are working for the US understand that they have to adapt in a way to at least when they are working for the US, right? Uh, in time zone, uh, sometimes, and and the days where you need to work harder, like taxation or, or or other things. But our clients generally offer like a US public holidays plus one or two local holidays to choose for, to choose by the, the candy, right? Okay. But in terms of general culture, I don't think there is a big difference, right? It's it's pretty similar.
0: Okay. So, I mean, nothing like, uh, and I'll give India as a prime example, right? Obviously, they're very, very family oriented, right? So you generally see multiple generations in the family living together in the same home. Right, so the parents will come back and live with the the children who are now adults and working and middle aged, right? But is there anything to watch out for, or is there any mentality or way that people like to work? Are they are they more laid back with that communication style? Um, do they need more task oriented work? Do they need more direction, like those types of aspects? Anything for a firm to sort of like really watch out for? And again, I always advise like a lot of outsourcing, especially initially, you should be as much process driven as possible anyway, because it'll make life easier. However, more from the people side of it, right? Is there anything they should be looking out for, right? The, do they need to go out for meals regularly, like as a as a group to build team bonding to, right, and have that interaction together as well and things like that? Like, what, it, what is it? There's got to be a few things there.
1: So, the, the, the for what I see is generally the as the culture is pretty similar, there are no no that that much big difference right uh, because at least my experiences with our candidates is they already have been working for u s companies um, so I don't see when 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 I get asked these questions by by clients is it's it's weird to 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 for the answer to be i don't see big differences because it, it sounds like i want to be like salesy and tell you that everything will be okay but the truth is that is that there are not big differences there Uh the the, the business culture is, is is pretty similar Um so i i don't see big big things that you have to take to take care of yes uh the communications I think in the US are more direct than than in South America. Perhaps in South America, uh, you need to 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 be more, how to say, soft in for some people uh, than 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 hard. But at the end, is the when we search for people, we search for people that will align with the culture of the of the country where we are hiring. Right. Yeah. So if I'm trying for the US, I will try to find people that have already experienced working with US and they are okay with that culture and they have already that uh, culture immersed in them. Right. Um that I think that the that's the and I think it's a culture is it's used to work hard. South America, at least in our experience, used to work hard. They are not that much like, hey, I'm going to work 40 hours and when I reach 5 p.m., I'm going to close my computer and I'm going to go. So the culture is, hey, I'm going to do the job right if the job is 10 hours i'm going to stay 10 hours right so that's that's the the mentality i i see in south america right
0: okay and then what about what about sort of challenges so let's say firms are now working with you or similar firms that are on an employment of record style and it could be you can answer from the employment of record style or you could answer just from the vinti perspective like what are some of these challenges that are coming up that firms know about maybe give us one or two that firms can at least know about now so they can put a plan in place to help avoid in the future right and again these can be try get try get as specific as possible right would be helpful because again this is where we can provide some value to these firms to say okay well, plan this out this is probably one of these most more common areas now let's put a plan in place to avoid that going forward
1: Great, Lawrence. That's that's a great question. And and you mentioned something in, in, in the previous question, right? Uh, and I think this is super useful. And I we recommend from binting to have all these things, which is st- like having SOPs in place, having a, a standardized onboarding process. Those things are super important to, to do the, to 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 have everything ready as soon as possible. And to, for the candidate for, to be able to have the tools to deliver what they need to deliver, right? So generally, obviously, these things in more junior positions are more important than in senior positions. uh, But it's super important to have them. Inventive will help you. If you don't have the SOPs, we'll help you to build those SOPs in terms of uh, how the job is done, how, what the client needs, uh, the the standard, a standardized onboarding, what needs to look like an onboarding. Things that are pretty basic, very important to to have for me that's key for the success of hiring someone online because these people this person is gonna be remote and they need to have the tools to be able to to do their work in the best way possible, right And also there are two other things that I think that I think that they are important but generally I see that our clients don't think about it. The first one is hardware, so how they are gonna solve the hardware problem if we will help you. And find the computers, uh, buy it, send them to the candidate, We will do all that, but sometimes I find clients that tell "No, I want to to send the computer myself." <laughs> and you have to understand that in South America, that's a bit a bit complicated because customs is is more tough. You need to pay taxes. In, for example, in Argentina, that can take two or three months. And especially mm. if you don't know how the system works. So that's something that you have to take into account if you want them to have your hard work or your own hardware hard or buy a new computer or whatever. And the last thing is during the interview process, what we see is the clients that have, that succeed more in finding good talent are the clients that have like a sort of test to validate the technical skills, right? Uh, when they are looking for someone expert in taxes or with experience in QBO. So what I see is that they, the clients that have success is the clients that that they have like a test to, to validate that, that how much is the knowledge that they have in, Q, in QuickBooks. Or yeah. uh, I don't know, like how their knowledge is in 1040s, in 1165, in 1120s. So the different taxes or the different technical skills that they need to have. Or Excel, right? So I think having a test in the interview process, it's, it's super, super important to be able to, to, to assess the quality, the, the, the the qualities of the candidate, right?
0: Yeah. So, again, from that perspective as well, like just making sure that as you're onboarding, right, and as you're recruiting essentially and and going through this interview process, people can say what they can say. Right. Um, but actually testing them during that process. So having somewhat of a standardized test that you can at least get more of a, a benchmark as to what they can do is important. I mean, I will give a shout out to um, to account tests. Um, I know they're a provider I think they were Australia based but they're over here in the US now like they're doing work with different firms Um, and again and that's for because I would always say a similar thing in terms of okay I mean use some prior years returns, start creating your own tests and firms struggle sometimes with that so again there are providers out there as well that now help with those testings right Um, so it's definitely something to look into if you're struggling with that aspect but it's a very important feature to really see what the candidates can do I can Completely agree so so tell us about uh, the candidates themselves right I mean realistically like if I'm I'm a firm I'm looking to come into South America to hire some talent like accountants tax preparers auditors um like seniority levels like give us a rough idea like what what should my expectations be what level of talent can I really find there and what types of talent from a perspective of services they can deliver?
1: So what we see is in terms of, we specialize in finance and accounting, right? So I can I can speak about that. Uh, but what we see is that we can deliver almost everything uh, in terms of uh, senior accountants, bookkeepers, uh, tax preparers, everything. The biggest challenge, uh, and this is to be completely transparent, uh, is when we need to find someone that needs to do individual tax, right? because there are not that that many people doing that. And the main reason is because generally people are working for big corporations that are doing their taxes of their business units, or they are working for another uh, accounting firm remotely or for a big four, and they are doing the things for the clients of the big four, right? So perhaps they are doing all the the corporate tax and other things, but when doing individual tax, especially 1040s, it's a bit more challenging to find that profile. uh, what we, uh, in our experience, we were uh, always able to deliver uh, to deliver good candidates in every search, except when dealing with individual tax. When dealing with individual tax, we have we have succeeded, but times may take a bit longer.
0: Right. Okay. So, so you're saying that. Any type of business, partnership tax is a little bit easier from the tax perspective than necessarily individual tax. You've got, and again, the tax experience is typically coming from either a large public company or a large private company, right? And they're doing internal taxes for them, right? Or it's coming from big four experience typically, right? Because there aren't a huge amount of captives over there from a public accounting firm perspective, right? Uh, U.S. public accounting firm perspective,
1: is that right? More or less. So we 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 recruit a lot of people that are already working for the US for for small and medium business uh, for SMBs accounting firms, right? Yeah, people yeah. Have 10, fifty people, so they already have that experience. Uh, but private yeah, companies. We, we recruit though. a lot, it, exactly, and we recruit a lot also from Big Four, but from the business unit that I, that they are serving SMBs, because at yeah. the end, what our clients want or uh, is. You know, or our clients are more uh, small and medium type uh, accounting firms. And they want those kind of people, the people that have experience working with SMBs, which, uh, which at the end are uh, our clients' clients. Right. Yep. So, uh, so yes. Yeah.
0: Understood. And then, and then let's say, as we sort of wrap this up, um, can you give a couple of uh, let's just say maybe your b- largest best practice right when it comes to this right so when if somebody's exploring this and they want to take the next step right or they're currently already have a team but they're struggling in some capacity right and I don't mean capacity from the perspective of finding the people but capacity in terms of they're struggling to make it work um, efficiently. what is the best practice they can implement? Quite easily in their firm, right? And if they put their time in to do that, um, that would help improve what they've got currently going on, or make sure their experience is a lot better.
1: For me, the 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 number one thing that is super important is for the for the talent to understand perfectly what they need to do, right? Because they are they are in a remote, uh, they are far away. In their, in their houses, working remotely. So they need to understand perfectly what their job is, especially in, in junior positions. When we are speaking about senior positions, that's, that's easier because the interaction is higher. There is another, another sort of dynamic between perhaps a partner and a manager than a partner and a junior bookkeeper. So this is most important for junior positions, which are the, the most ones that are outsourced. Or that that we we hire for, uh, and that that relates me to the to having the SOPs in place and to have all the standard procedures in place and to be super clear with with our client. Uh, so to have, so, so of,
0: to, yeah, yeah. I was going to say so, so to wrap that off. I mean, it's uh, so to have a very clear scope of work right is very important exactly. along with the along with the standard operating procedures which again are sometimes more general and again when we talk about standard operating procedures um and i hear this quite a lot is that a lot of firms will have them in place to some extent or have created some but they've never edited them right so they've never looked at them again they've ne- they've done it once so again it's very important to have a scope of work and a standard operating procedure that is constantly being adapted, right? I mean, you're bringing in a new p- new talent from somewhere else that may not have the skill sets specifically that, you've, that somebody internally would have, right? Or you may hire them at a different level than you would have hired them. So now you may have to edit or change that standard operating procedure as well. So it's important to make sure that we're working on those as well consistently and not just saying, hey, listen, we've got a standard operating procedure. This is it to a T. We may have to come back on that and discuss. Right, and that's where it's that that's discussion right. piece. Where do I have to train? Where do I have to work on those types of things? So that's extremely helpful. Anything there else, Justin?
1: Yes, can I add something that I think it's it's really important? Is and this is for for when recruiting people uh, mm-hmm. offshore, or this what what we see on Binti, which is a great practice, and and the searches that succeed more are the searches that that we do this in a proper way, which is. Uh, Understand very good, which which is going to be the job description and the requirements of the person you are looking for and be realistic about that. Because generally my clients tell me, no, I want them to know QuickBooks, Zero, NetSuite, SAP. And I say, okay, I mean, it's very difficult to find someone. So what we try to do, we have a, at Vinti, we have a special part of our process, which is called recruiting deep dive where we, where, where we will bring our, uh, our talent acquisition specialist that is gonna lead that search to understand perfectly what are the needs that need to be covered in that and the person that we need to find, but not only not only on the technical part, not only on the accounting experience or on the QuickBooks or understanding which tax, but also understanding very good the culture of the company, knowing who is gonna be the hiring manager because what we saw is the best the best hires are when there is a fit in terms of cultural alignment with the company, right? And this is super important also to be pushed by the clients, by the people that are looking to offshore, to find people that are aligned, that are fit in terms of culture, because those are the people that are gonna stay the long time and are the people that are gonna add the the most value, right? And this is super, super important. I see that lots of clients uh, do not focus on this, right? So, so, I think so
0: that's super important. No, I I completely agree. I mean it's um one of the things that again outsourcing in any fashion, right, whether it's offshoring, nearshoring, outsourcing domestically, whether it's using an employment of record style like it it really doesn't matter like you have to put some thought behind it at the end of the day. There needs to be planning that goes into this. There needs to be an investment of time that goes into this as well, right? Such as just preparing everything in the right fashion. So putting together a clear scope of work, standard operating procedures, and making sure you think about them. And maybe take a third person's a bit third opinion on it, right, just to make sure you have somebody looking out and saying, wait a minute, I mean, I don't think somebody fresh is going to be able to do this, right, for example, like coming into your company, right, looking at, okay, when you're even hiring, like, do you have a clear job description? What's actually most important for that role? Okay, and what are the responsibilities that they're going to be doing, right? Because again, this is something where... You can now understand that role themselves better. You want to hire people. Things can be trained, right? And again, you want to make sure you have somebody that's a good cultural fit that'll stay long term with you that you can train and is adaptable compared to necessarily somebody that maybe has all those skill sets but isn't a good cultural fit and now he's going to leave in six months, right? Uh, For whatever reason, right? So, um, so no, very, very important and appreciate that, Augustine. So, um, and again, really appreciate the time. How, how can anybody reach you if they're looking for looking, exploring South America more um, and especially on that employment of record style approach, but maybe they're just want to talk to an expert know somebody down there that they can run things by and start exploring it like how do they reach
1: sure sure they can they can reach out to me to to my email my personal email my 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 email at binti which is austin at binti.com then after we can share it uh yeah in, in written uh, or you can reach out to 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 binti directly Uh lawrence for for all the people that are listening uh do the to the podcast and they, they talk to our sales reps, they can they will, they will have a, a discount of 10% for the first six months. So if you have any doubts, at Vinti we do not only help you uh, uh at finding people, but we I reach out, I, I, I reach out by lots of clients or, or possible clients that tell me, hey, I want to hire, but I don't know how to do it. So we will help you build those SOPs, we'll help you build those job descriptions and and, and understand the 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 profile that you are looking for right so if you have any doubts just reach out and our process is completely free so you don't pay until you decide to hire right so
0: perfect no and then, and we'll we'll post we'll post the information below this episode as well so if people want to reach out or you can reach out to me i'm happy to pass the details along um so again very kind offering 10 discount for people for the first six months right and again the big thing is he's happy again Augustine specifically and Vinti, like they're happy to talk to people, right? And help with that planning stage because there's a time to do this it doesn't have to be jumping into the, the deep end, right? There should be a planning aspect that goes into it. So so make sure you do your due diligence. Make sure you look into firms like uh, Vinti and Augustine to have those conversations. Make sure you are comfortable as a firm to get into this type of thing. And I hope you've enjoyed the episode exploring South America a little bit more on this employment of record style. And uh, again, Augustine, very nice to have you. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody on future episodes of Business Beyond Board. Amazing. Thank you very
1: much,
0: Lawrence. Thank you for tuning in to Business Beyond Borders. I'm Lawrence Whittam, and it's been a pleasure bringing you impactful insights tailored for the modern CPA firm. Remember, the world of accounting is vast and ever evolving, and we're here to navigate it together. For more resources and episodes, don't forget to subscribe and reach out to our experts. Until next time, keep pushing the boundaries of your business and explore the limitless possibilities beyond borders.